0: Hello, Joe. How you doing, Brian? Doing good. How are you? Great, great. Another big day of selling homes today. How, how'd, how'd it go?
1: Um, you know, I, I like to say I keep the wheels of commerce turning. Yes, I've heard you say that a yeah. number of times. Yes, you do. Yeah. I get a lot of mileage out of stuff. That will be on
0: this podcast many, many times. The wheels of commerce are turning. Yes. So you, you're, you're in new homes right now. Is that right? Primarily. That's my
1: primary focus, but I do... Um, uh, work with buyers and sellers on, um,
0: on resales as well. That's the, that's the life of the real estate agent, right? Tell me yeah. like, it's like, you do new homes, but like, look, you'll take phone calls. You can help anybody oh, yeah. do anything because you've been working in the Kansas city region for what? 20 years now. Yeah. It's, it's since
1: I was, it, this is not me just like trying to hide my age. No, I was like very young when I got my license. Um, you were in college. I was still in college. Yeah. And,
0: uh, didn't think it would be a career, but here I am. I met you in college. Yes. It took you like five years to tell me you're in real estate. <laughs> 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 What's he hiding from me? <laughs> I was a, I was a young, spry 21-year-old. Yeah. Uh.
1: Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to remember how old I was when we met. A, yeah, no. Th-
0: th- th- let's not do math. This What's is not that? a math podcast. No, no. But, yeah, no, you've been, gosh, you, and, and your father, he also a real estate agent, right? So this is yes. your family thing. Yeah
1: and in fact his mother was in real estate no
0: kidding yeah this goes back generations
1: yes um yeah uh yeah if we looked at who in my lineage came off the boat they probably had yard signs in their hands
0: and um yeah <laughs> <laughs> they they came off like with business cards. ready I was going to say, yeah, they're handing people business cards <laughs> at, at, uh, at
1: Plymouth Rock or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, here we are. We're, we're ready to sell some products. We're ready to yeah. move some real estate. So <laughs> can imagine after yeah after they stamp the papers and after they like do the wellness check. Yeah, <laughs> let's sell some houses. Oh,
1: it was before that. The first uh, Thanksgiving was actually my family uh, doing buyer consultations. It was uh, yeah
0: yeah so okay so that's the that's the life of the real estate agent you have the new homes and and you can help anybody out who any, any transaction in the real estate realm yeah your your world there
1: uh, um now i do primarily stay in the residential lane but um, mm-hmm. um i am starting to uh, educate myself on the commercial side but yeah that that would be it though but the residential side is um there's quite a bit there there's new homes resale
0: one thing i know uh, about you one thing i like about you your attention to detail yeah. is so good well like, thank you i mean i mean we were roommates for so long your attention to detail <laughs> like in every aspect of your life you just like you were a very like precise in the way you and then you've carried that over to your professional life yes and uh so that's and that's what it takes to be a good real estate agent tell me i'm wrong
1: um No, attention to detail is quite important, I think. Uh, you got to have an eye for the detail on everything from looking at the home to the contract. Um, I got so detailed at contracts because of fear the first few times I filled them out. (laughs) I thought... I was messing something up, and I was going to cost somebody millions of dollars.
0: Yeah, that that anxiety is has (laughs) it is a way. It's like uh, people you know people shy away from anxiety, but it's also like now this is a uh, a a way to keep you walk the straight and narrow. Uh, Yes, like like I'm focused on this, and I that fear of making a mess up uh, keeps you uh, from creating what you just said, like a, a big money money problem there. So. Um, so, new home, look, we want to talk about new homes in Leewood, Kansas. Uh, right. Just talk about that. What do you know about Le- new homes in Leewood, Kansas?
1: Well, in the Leewood area, they're becoming rarer and rarer because there's just fewer new homes communities because Leewood's built out. Um, there's, um, I think, maybe two communities out there with Leewood addresses. And um, Leewood is also um, one of the um, higher priced uh, areas of the metro. Um, both the new and old homes. Um, a Leewood address um, is house for house going to be more expensive than somewhere else.
0: Pretty fancy area?
1: Um, yeah, yeah, it's a very nice area. It's almost strictly residential. There's very little in the way of, of office buildings. There's a bit of retail, but I, I think that's partly it. It was, it was intended always to be kind of a residential area only.
0: Whenever we talk about the areas like Lenexa or Leewood or Olathe or Overland Park, mm-hmm. it's like this is like t- uh, educate me on this. Is is this like the Johnson County kind of world here, or is it
1: all those places you mentioned are Johnson County?
0: <clears throat> okay, uh-huh. and uh, the Johnson County uh, because you went to Blue Valley. Which one was it? I went.
1: I uh, graduated from Blue Valley North.
0: Okay, so I went to. You know, I'm from Western Kansas, so by mm-hmm. here Blue Valley, that school system is spectacular. That's the good yeah. stuff. That is where like the pride is. Like you, I look at your face right now. You're very mm-hmm. proud to be a Blue Valley guy. It, it uh, yes. Um, there are people who wear their Harvard sweaters, and
1: <laughs> there are people like me who, uh, who wear Blue Valley sweaters. I yes.
0: mean it though. I really mean it though. Like when you look yeah. at like the reports of like the best, like how how many times have we seen like people review areas like where the best places to live are, yeah. and they always point to the Blue Valley school network.
1: And, and so you bring up a good point you know i just mentioned a minute ago how home values are a bit trend a bit higher in leeward than other places part of that is the blue valley school district um if you cross the state line there are some neighborhoods very leeward like that are less expensive to buy in just because they're on the missouri side and outside of the blue valley district no kidding wow
0: yeah, I mean, uh, I have a five-year-old, and just uh, at, when you're my age, and you tr- you pay attention. I mean, when we're in college, obviously, mm-hmm. this is like the farthest thing from our minds. But when yeah. you have a child, that you pay close attention to that, and what what that can be, and what their future is going to look like, and what their high school, you think of a middle school, and and all of that, and uh, yeah, I mean, Blue Valley just like uh, the the reputation precedes itself, and
1: it's what it's what the other districts nearby it kind of try and model themselves after um and uh people from out of town were like oh well we want to look only in the blue valley district and it's like well a lot of p- places have caught up to blue valley you know um but uh yeah it's still got the brand and well earned you know it's not just it's not just uh uh you know a brand name i, I so maybe there's should... no
0: payola to the websites like, <laughs> hey, can you like make our website, make our school district really sound really great? Like, no, you have to earn this. You can't yeah. just like pay somebody to make it happen.
1: Yeah. No, um, they have these things called test scores. and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: really? <laughs> yeah. Test scores and college admittance, I'm yeah. sure, is a part of that. And... Well, and, and, you know, it's kind of chicken or egg, which
1: comes first, you know, it being a more affluent area and schools supported by property taxes. Yeah, that's a good point. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, it tends to, when you have more resources, then hence yeah. that, that kind of thing tends to happen. <clears throat> but so, and back to that, then Leewood is a kind of higher priced area. And uh, would you say it's a kind of, a, is it like a, tell me I'm wrong here. Like, is, would it be a first time homebuyer or like, a, like an area for somebody at a certain age bracket? Or who buys a home in Leewood, Kansas?
1: It trends older. Um, and it, it it's part of that is it's one of the more established parts of the metro. Um you go a little further north into Leewood, there's some there's some older homes um and um on big lots, um homes uh, I think you know built in the late fifties, early sixties. And these were these were big homes and kind of the first ones in the Casey Metro that were that far south, um, that far away from downtown. Um but just because of the price, it, it does trend to be a bit of an older resident there. Um, though uh, I can I can say both my parents and one of my brothers are residents of Leewood, so there's two generations there. So that's a that's a great data set to
0: yeah <laughs>
1: two people yeah,
0: yeah. that is a, yeah that's a that's a you need to expand uh, the amount of people you talk to on that one or yeah let's just say, let's just use the uh, Stevenson family <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> there are uh, um, I. I getting too far off track but uh, uh, you, my uncle and aunt and uncle live in leewood too so there, there is a quite a stevenson presence there it's um
0: <laughs> you should run for congress yeah there. Is that a thing
1: if you if you need to find a stevenson just drive over the over into the leewood city limits just there. throw
0: a rock <laughs> and you'll hit one yes yeah just you know spit in a general direction <laughs> and then you'll should find
1: one and we'll we'll throw that rock back too yeah <laughs>
0: Well, so okay, but new homes in Leewood, you said there was two communities, give or take, uh like for development. Those are the on ones right?
1: that there were two that come to mind. Um, I uh, don't have didn't prepare and count them, but uh mm-hmm, and there that's not to say there aren't um some newer homes in there. Um the further south you go in Leewood, typically the newer the home is. Um but uh like my parents and my brother and his family, they live in homes built in the mid eighties. Um yeah. that's Pretty typical I
0: love new homes I like when I you like show me the new homes like sometimes mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I'll like just pop in and Joe's like uh, whatever wherever uh, the new homes like section he's at <clears throat> and my wife and I'll just like walk through the homes and they look so cool yeah and uh, they look so f- like new and clean and open yeah. and all the fancy new like uh, you know uh, finishes and uh, the, 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 the refrigerator and the microwaves and mm-hmm. all that um, yeah I mean it really is a fancy like <clears throat> you walk through there and you know it's crazy about this we've, we've been talking for years now yeah what the price was however yeah. many years like five years yeah. ago four years ago to what yeah. it is now talk about that what do you think about that well
1: I mean that's just the way things go <laughs> you know things don't get cheaper there's that part of it um, part of it is um you know we we're talking about the Johnson county area specifically um you just don't bet against home values in the Johnson County area mm-hmm. um, and there's there's other factors I mean like right now I'm in the Gardner area, which is a little more affordable because there's more ground you know you, you go a little further north back in Overland Park or Leewood as we we're talking about and uh, the ground gets more scarce and um, it uh, becomes more expensive when that happens and when they when things, Get more expensive on the land you tend to build, build a bigger house and it kind of snowballs um that way but uh
0: um i can't get over it we were we recorded a video in one of your houses mm-hmm. five years ago yes it's really funny and i think that the listing price was like 380 or whatever and that's like what my house here in lawrence is yeah. like at uh, in the middle part of was zillow those zestimates they have Mm-hmm. It's like at that point of yep. what that was. and To to think that I could like have one of those houses now, but back then yeah. it was like a bizarre concept. But yeah. now it's like, no, you're, the way my house is now, I'm sure that, I mean, I can only imagine what that house is at now, but but like that's the, the way the, the market fluctuates. Yeah. And, you know, we've also had a pandemic. We've also had some inflation going on and we've yep. also had to like a lot of things going on, some external factors yeah. uh, that have uh, played into that. But to me, like just... In a, such a short amount of time from what i paid to what i have now to what that is yeah. and what the lumber costs and all the everything what it costs i i mean i just can't believe it, it's grown so much or inflated so much i don't know
1: yeah it i mean like i said it's a natural progression of things but i think the pace has been um more accelerated than other parts
0: i would say accelerated yeah. I, unsustainable comes to mind i don't know if that's a fair word to say but I mean, accelerated is a good word. Yeah. For my, I mean, when I look at it, I'm like, that is just, it has just gotten so, from $100 a square foot here in Lawrence to $140 a square foot in mm-hmm. like five short years. Like, that is messed up. Yeah. To me, at least.
1: Well, but, and part of that is, I, I think the house you're talking about was a five-bedroom, two-story, about 2,800 square unfinished
0: foot. Business, uh, unfinished basement, though. Un, un, and some unfinished business, you know? <laughs>
1: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah who knows
0: what who knows what was going on in the <laughs> <Yeah. family. laughs>
1: yes. but um that you know it was about a twenty eight hundred square foot five bedroom three car garage that one had four baths and i yeah i can't recall the exact price on it but and a it was heck some, of a staircase yes it was uh, between somewhere between three sixty and three eighty yeah. and um it uh that'd that'd be a five and a quarter house all day wow. long now and wow now when five years ago was was right at the right before this material cost crest started, and um frankly, there were some things I think were a little overdue. lumber had been pretty stable for a long time at that point um but it really it really ascended um about the time that that year we had like three major hurricanes, one of them like harvey and maria and um there's another one I'm forgetting. But there were three big hurricanes that hit metro areas all over the south and it was just a diversion of materials and it wasn't a huge news but that same year prior to the the um, the uh, hurricanes, there had been forest fires in the northwest that burned a lot of the lumber stock and wow. so two things together and then during the pandemic, the lumber mills thought nobody would be buying lumber, so they just shut down oh yeah yo and the, Canadi- s-
0: the canadians were like yes we're not cutting anymore yeah. our saws are dull <laughs> we're not cutting more lumber now yeah
1: we're gonna go have some poutine eh while we uh <laughs> while we watch the trees grow
0: hey it's hockey night uh, let's go watch that instead we're not gonna sharpen the swords yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be doing that <laughs> canadians are such jerks <laughs> <laughs> they really are <laughs>
1: well there goes our canadian listenership <laughs> yeah I'm just joking. Yeah.
0: Canadians have a great sense of humor. They got Norm MacDonald. Uh, they got that SCC TV show. Letter Kenny, one of my favorite like, shows. Yeah. Like uh, Canadi- Canadians are, they like, they're like jokes. They're goofy. Yeah. They're like goofing around. If they
1: just get on the ball and make more lumber, it would make our lives <laughs> Can easier. You please. Yeah.
0: Stop with the syrup, make the lumber. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This sharpen the sword. I mean, yeah. I, that was one of the things when I went to real estate uh, after I got my real estate license. And I was in like a meeting for uh, Keller Williams, and they said like, yeah, no lumber uh, numbers usually spike a little bit during these months. This is before the, all the stuff happened in the last mm-hmm. few years because they're like, yeah, no, they have to sharpen the swords for the next month. I'm like, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a thing that happens during this specific month of the year. I'm like, okay, I guess I didn't know how dependent we are on Canadian lumber.
1: Yeah. So. That, well, uh, yeah, I don't know the specifics of it, but there are seasonal shutdowns, and yeah, it's basically to to sharpen saw blades and um, basically clean the plants. You know uh, that you know
0: sawdust if it gets in the air, and um, you can't it, do that ongoing. Yeah. You have to like yeah. pick a month. Like, yeah. you know we just hey yeah we decided we're gonna do this in that February. Yeah, why not? And
1: you, hey? you got to do it during a different month than the other lumber mills. You know, it's like. Some be. lumber mill holiday in Canada
0: that you know right it, 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 it. <laughs> lumber mill. I wonder if that yeah that's the the real Arbor Day. In Canada. They <laughs> sharpen the swords to cut down the, cut the lumber. Well,
1: and that's when that's when uh, you know you gotta lock up your daughters because all the lumberjacks are rolling into town <laughs> with their uh, with their lumber mills closed. You know yeah
0: and a, yeah, and a, a pocket full of loonies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever the hell they use. They still use a loony. I think they do. Um what's it called the canadian dollar at this point i don't even know
1: i'll, I'll check the comment section somebody's gonna call I'm us okay.
0: yeah. we'll have the most polite yeah like tongue lashing from a canadian in the comments section before i begin let me apologize for this comment i'm about to say <laughs> so well that's in, okay so that's Leewood. new homes in Leewood, very sounds like it's a kind of a i don't want to use the word rare commodity but it's uh rarer than yeah. the rest of the area. So if you're looking to live in the Leewood area with a new home, I guess pay close attention to what's available. I, I assume yeah. it's competitive. It seems like everywhere is competitive at this point. It is. It so, is, yeah. So when yeah. You, I guess get, get in touch and whenever something comes along, you contact your contacts and let them know what's available. Yeah. Or tell me I'm wrong. I don't know.
1: No, um, you, you just got to watch for it. Um, you know, we're, we are putting homes in in our listing service a little bit earlier in earlier stages of construction than we have before, just because inventory is so tight. But, um, um, yeah. So you, know, you just do, um,
0: just stay, like, stay close pay close attention to it. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Lenexa now. <clears throat> so if you're going to sell a house in Lenexa, Kansas, Tell me what's that experience like. Uh, tell me more about Lenexa and the di- difference between that and the other kind of areas we've been. We've been through Prairie Village, and we talked about Leewood. What about? Tell me about Lenexa, Kansas, and selling a house there.
1: Lenexa has a ton of new development going, and uh, Lenexa is, um, you know, a half step, maybe a step below like Leewood or Prairie Village in price um, on average. But there are there's a a huge variety in Lenexa. Um, you'll find homes uh, that have a crawl space and a one-car garage, um, kind of starter homes, all the way up to, um, you know, uh, a couple million dollar um, homes on, on um, large, maybe what you would call estate lots. So there's a wide variety there, and there's a lot more um, commercial development, if you're comparing it to Leewood, there's a lot more commercial development in Lenexa. Okay, yeah. Um, you'll see a lot more office buildings. Um, yeah. If you're familiar with the Kansas City metro area, if you drive by the uh, intersection of 435 and 87th Street, it's an area that's just blown up in the last four or five years. Uh,
0: 87th. What is, where's that exit? 435. Is that? <clears throat> so it's Antioch. And there's. Take me through it. Like I'm driving so... east from Lawrence. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, Knoll Avenue. What, what, what is it between? So it's somewhere between Antioch and Knoll? Or... It
1: would be, be west of um, Antioch. So, uh, yeah, you'd be – because that, that part of the 435 loop that is by is considered the west part of the loop. Okay, all right. So you would be going past Antioch, uh, kind of starting Lenexa with, with uh, Quivira, okay. Flum. Um,
0: okay, I know those ones, yeah. Yeah. Flum and College Avenue over there, College uh, Boulevard, whatever it was.
1: College Boulevard is one of our rare east-west streets with a name instead of a number in the Kansas yeah.
0: City metro area. That's the road I took whenever, like – 435 got backed up going mm-hmm. east you sneak over to college boulevard and you hope to god that the, no one else has done it yet yeah yeah because it, yeah it can get backed up there's there's a lot on there's a lot of development like end to end
1: on college boulevard that's a corridor mm-hmm. that sees um, a lot of tech companies out there um
0: yeah. yeah yeah so lenexa has a lot of stuff going on yes that's what i can gather from that yes <clears throat> and the prices would you say are I don't know. They, I, I just assume whenever I say price, everything is just yeah. going up for for now. And I don't know when when well, you know, at, at, in the meantime. Just kind of like if you want to if you want a house in that area and you want to lock it in with a, a a reasonable mortgage rate and a price that you can work with, do it mm-hmm. sooner rather than later. Sounds like that's the I
1: yeah, know. um, yes. And Linux is going to be one of those parts of the metro where stuff is just going to go fast. Um. I lived in Lenexa, um, sold my house over there in late 2017. And oh, I like that house. I remember that house. Yeah. With, well, that, it's. It that was
0: kitchen cool. was awesome, by the
1: way. You had a great it kitchen. It was. Um, and I. Oh. I Used it to cook like maybe four frozen pizzas while I lived there.
0: <laughs> no, that's not true. We, we, we went, uh, was it New Year's Eve? One of the, we made something for New Year's Eve that one time. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I remember we, we, we did some stuff over there, but yeah, it yeah. was a, maybe a little bit too big a house or too much house for what you were looking to do.
1: It was a great house. It was just, um, it was just me living by myself at the time and I didn't need a four bedroom house. And I thought, well, if this isn't right, you know, now's a good time to sell it. Exactly.
0: And yeah. so, um yeah, you know what you're doing.
1: um, yeah, I lived there for about, 15, 16 months and sold it for more than I bought it for. And then the people who bought it for me, they, uh, sold it for more than they bought it for. And,
0: uh, so. (laughs) It's a uh, circle of real estate life.
1: Yeah. But, uh, again, it it was just, it's just typical of that part of town, that style of house. Um, you, in Lenexa, you can find some homes though, that if you're willing to do a little bit of work, uh, that were built in the early and mid eighties that maybe need some updating. Um, and uh, uh, maybe find something that's not quite type top of the market there. If you're like I said, you're
0: willing to houses built yeah. in the 80s. <clears throat> yeah, my parents bought, uh, made their they built their house in the 80s, and um, and I guess that's a strategy. You can buy a new house, or you can buy like a house that was built in the 80s or 90s and update it. Yeah, and uh, I guess it just depends on what you what you're looking for. It seems like the new houses they obviously they, they play more to what we're used to in terms of I don't know, technology uh, access yeah. or. I don't, know, I don't know what the difference is between building a house in 2020, 2022 versus 1980. I'm guessing space is the thing. I don't know. Tell me what's up. Well,
1: um, in the eighties, you still had what I would consider a traditional home with formal rooms. Like a for, for, my parents built their house in 86 and it still has a formal living room and they a formal do, dining yeah. room. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: They're, they're sectioned off, aren't they? Yeah. They're, this is that room. This is that room, yeah. but now we're more open concept.
1: We're more open and more informal. And, um, you know, rooms that would have been, say, a, a, a formal living room, now people will, will put an office there because so many people work from home. Um, and uh, the the kitchen has become more living space. Uh, you're, you're in there all day, you know, pe- people coming and going. It's kind of the hub of the house for a lot of people. And uh, so you see a lot more kitchen islands that people eat at and smaller uh, places for the table. But... Um, in terms of structure and things like that um energy efficiency requirements have have been the biggest change um you will see uh double paned windows um with more durable materials um you'll see maybe start to see some different types of insulation um but th- those are things you can upgrade in an older home you can blow in more insulation and things like that the home i lived in in Linux, I think, was built in '84, and it still had what I consider a modern-era basement. Though it was poured concrete with a sump pump, um, which uh, uh, you know, that's something that's harder to change.
0: <clears throat> yeah. But, Excuse me. Let me uh, <clears throat> cough. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess. Uh, I, I it, obviously, when you're building a house in the '80s, you're not really thinking about 40 years down the line, are you?
1: No. And and every Every few years, the trends change. It's just inevitable. So um, I tell people build build the house for what you're going to use it for. Don't try and get ahead of trends, things like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good thought. Like, just kind of, it's almost, it almost comes back to that question. And and correct me if I'm wrong. It's like whenever asks like whenever someone asks, is now a good time to buy or whatever sell. It's like I guess it's the time whenever you think it's best for you. It is. Like, do you want to buy is. a house or do you want to sell? Like, what do you want? Yeah. How do you want to live your life? How do yeah. you see it? Uh, talk about that. Like I remember you saying that to me before, but if, if it's now a good time to buy, like if you want a house, you, sh- you, sh- you should get one if you want one.
1: Yeah. No, like, um, you know, like, like I said, I had my house in Lenexa sold it, lived in an apartment for a while. My lease is up and I'm, and you know, it, even though it's a very competitive and tight market, now's the right time for me to buy a house, you know? Um, and, um, so this summer I intend on buying a house. Um, And it'll be now in this type of market, you kind of got to have the mindset I'm going to live in this house for a while because, you know, there's no, you can't predict the market, but um, it's been on such an ascension for such a long time. You got to think just law of averages. This is kind of a top of the market market, you know. Um, But the longer you stay in a house, the more you can kind of ride that out. You can also think of it in terms of, you're using the house, so you're getting something for your money. Well, yeah, you're living your life. Yeah. It's like,
0: we're not investing in property. We're not, Yeah, we're, it's like, this is my family. I want to, or if you want to live, how you want to live your life. Like, I want to mm-hmm. live in this area. I want to have a property. I intend on being here for a while. If I can get a property that I like and that works for me, then then do it. But yeah, I guess that's kind of a question we all have to ask ourselves and, and make what's yeah. best for us. But yeah. Um, okay, so the last thing I want to talk about is Lawrence, Kansas? Mm. Love Lawrence, home of the Jayhawks. Rock chalk, Final Four this weekend. Yes, in basketball. Did you know that?
1: Unless uh, you're just finding our podcast in the year 2026 <laughs> and binging them, uh, <laughs> this this was recorded. Yes, just a, a day ahead of the Jayhawks going to the Final Four.
0: 2022. Yeah, okay. 2022. Yeah, we're April 1st, April yeah. Fools. But no, this is no, April 1st, 2022. This... Jayhawks play tomorrow against mm-hmm. Villanova, and uh, Joe and I are both, you know, big college basketball yeah. Jayhawk fans. And I just
1: thought of a funny thought. Somebody's listening to this podcast. It'll be like that was right before Shashevsky retired, before he before he had all those murder charges. <laughs> Some <laughs> like, big news event that hasn't happened what, yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah. That, that horrible thing happened three weeks. They did not yeah. know that was about to happen while they were <laughs> sitting here happily talking about the best burgers in Lawrence, Kansas, which is what we're talking about right now. Now, yeah. uh, I like talking about this because I've lived in Lawrence. Joe's lived in Lawrence. So we yes. we lived here for we put it. We put it in our years. Yes. We Put in some experience in this town. And uh, I would like to talk about my favorite burger. Oh. Uh, Dempsey's Egg Burger. Mm. Um, I don't know if you ever had that, Joe. Uh, but Dempsey's is old they have good stuff yeah I mean yeah. when it comes to like the meat they choose and the, the brioche is a brioche bun I don't know if they make it in house or what but my god is it is it fresh it's great they put an egg my wife loves this uh, burger as well and that is by far I think my favorite egg uh, is the egg burger from Dempsey's now Joe you had a specific one do you remember the one you recommended
1: um, I believe I uh brought up the Johnny Wilson burger from Johnny's tavern
0: yeah you did yeah, yeah you did tell me about that burger experience um well it, it Johnny's just has a has a
1: great burger you know that um doesn't really matter what you get on it you know it's, it's just kind of whatever your mood is
0: but the uh Johnny
1: Wilson burger one of their more loaded burgers I suppose you could mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. Um, one
0: of their more um,
1: premium burgers uh, well
0: that's like probably the most ordered i looked I did some research on it mm-hmm I think it's like their most, one of their most ordered uh, items on their menu. Everyone talks about the the Johnny Wilson burger from Johnny's Tavern. Uh, there's another one that I want to talk about called the Mad Greek Hercules Burger. This one's at the Mad Greek. It's called the Hercules Burger. Have you ever heard of this one? No. This was recommended to me from the uh, uh, owner of the Red Lion who uh, lives across the street. I mean, lives across the street. I'm sorry. Works across the street from like, you know, Mad Greek Cat, cat-, cat- Corner, give or to. I guess it's down the street a little bit. Um, yeah. he's across the street now from what is jackpot and now a taco place but I remember talking to him and he goes no you gotta try the Hercules burger and I went to the Mad Greek and I tried that one and that one it, it's pita, I don't know if, <laughs> legally if it's a burger <laughs> I don't know what the law says what a burger is is it ground beef? No it's gyro meat oh yeah gyro meat and uh, I don't know how to say it. kasari cheese with tzatziki sauce, it's mm-hmm. almost like a gyro on a burger bun I gotta tell you I loved it and he yeah. recommended that to me. I'm so thankful that he did. Um, so that is also one of my, one of my favorite burgers here in Lawrence. So I recommend go to the Mad Greek, get the Hercules burger, and um, you know I gotta say there's a couple others. Uh, there, you ever heard of the Wang Burger from the Wheel? This like no, I haven't. Like uh, this one's famous. Uh, apparently, it was nicknamed the Winger, and there was like uh, some uh, fraternity people uh, guys who like came along and they made like a Hangover Burger. And they added stuff to it, and it became so popular. Like Scott Van Pelt from ESPN, and some other people. They, every time they come back and do college game day, if it's basketball mm. or whatever, you know, basketball usually, uh, they will go there and have a burger. And they come there, come, like that's part of like this, the, the the you know routine when they come to Lawrence and do something. So I yeah. guess you have to go to the wheel and have the wing burger.
1: Well, just yeah, don't go on a game night and you know, Scott Van Pelt just brings too big of an entourage, you know, and it just ruins it for everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah he's uh well you know uh yeah what you when did you say
1: scott i was like he's a sports center guy he's not the guy who goes to the games is he
0: scott van pelt yeah uh yeah he uh i don't know is he still on sports center i thought he has his own show off of sports center at this point like let's see here we uh, I'll look that up yeah he has like his i guess he's i, I don't know i don't watch uh, sports center enough Dude, he he is six foot six He's 6'6", six six, though. I know that.
1: Big appetite and knows his
0: burgers. <laughs> hmm. So so the wheel, get the Wang Burger. West Coast Saloon, get the Western Burger at the West Coast mm. Saloon. Uh, my wife and I went on our second date at the West Coast Saloon and played pool. So I will always recommend the West Coast Saloon. You're married and
1: just now getting to your second date with her? <laughs>
0: Yeah, we went on our yeah. second date yeah. after our honeymoon. Yeah, after, and after our five year old and uh <laughs> wanna have a second date now. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. Oh my god, just yeah, we we didn't really call those other things we did together dates. Those were like <laughs> uh, get togethers, hangout sessions. Yeah. But we have an actual date. <laughs> that happened after we got do married. You, do you have her number yet or? No, you... I don't. Wow. I don't know. I just I, I Facebook her. Yeah. It's <laughs> like Facebook around my in my office and say, what time are we have to take the kid to school? <laughs> and uh Nathan, our uh our bro, Nathan, he recommends the firmer burger from Big's Burgers. I don't mm. know if you've ever had that. Uh that's his big thing. But a lot of egg related burgers on this list, I want to yeah. say. We're big on the eggs.
1: You know, that's not something I discovered on a burger until maybe recently, you know, and, and um it's like I don't know, I, I didn't um eat fried eggs much until i don't know about 10 years ago and then it's like well i like bacon on my hamburger breakfast stuffs on a burger are good <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah i like burgers i like breakfast so let's yeah. just smash those things together not waffles though i'm not uh, you know what maybe not you know i i always thought yeah. the, Mac- the mcgriddle from mcdonald's would be a terrible uh, experience and then i tried one and actually it's pretty good yeah yeah it's not healthy at all. It's you feel like you feel like death after you eat it. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. have I done with myself? You know, you know. After you eat one of those,
1: that's when you go grocery shopping because then then you just buy health food because you're like, <laughs> oh, I need to you.
0: chase this with a salad. Yeah, yeah. It's like
1: you eat something shameful before you go grocery shopping, <laughs> and you will you will fill your pantry
0: with uh, healthy stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like that. All right. Hey, that was a good podcast. That was. That was Is it great- over already? It's over. Thirty-three minutes. We've been going here. Thirty-three minutes. Well, you gotta. I know you got to run to your third date with with your wife. (laughs) Yeah, we gotta go out to our third date. I I gotta see how if this is things are getting serious with her or not. (laughs) We'll see what happens. But hey, I gotta say that's a good. That feels good. You feel good. I feel. It feels good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Joe the realtor. That's what we call you now. Well, Joe the realtor, and and, uh, uh, we're talking real estate in Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, oh, Casey Moe, you're also KCMO, there in KC Moe. All yeah. of Kansas, quite frankly. We're, we we do call this the Kansas real estate, uh, but we do pretty much all of Kansas. And and we get into Casey Moe as well. Yeah,
1: but uh, yeah, in future shows, I know there's stuff we'll get into with uh, land and rural areas and stuff like that. Um, where, where the beef for the hamburgers comes from, we'll get into those areas.
0: <laughs> exactly. All right, Joe Stevenson, thank you very much. This thank you, been, Brian Reynolds. This has been another kansas city real estate podcast episode thank you for listening and subscribe like share do all those things and uh check back in real soon and, we'll have oh, another episode up real soon buy
1: houses from us that's why we're here
0: <laughs> and oh uh, yeah subscribe share and buy a house from us if, it, if
1: it's between subscribing and buying a house buy the house
0: <laughs> all right there you have it thanks for listening